Tell me more about these plodding heavy footsteps. Okay, they are so heavy and so plodding. And you hear a gravelly voice say, Idiots, how can you be so weak? And then this massive dude emerges from around the corner where the armory is. He is wearing full plate armor. He is carrying an ultra great sword and he has a cannon mounted to his left shoulder. What a lot. And we're back and in we're back in we're back in combat. Oh, uh, in, in the initiative order we were in. So Shanti's oh, going to be first. You need to get that. Go get you an ultra Do great sword. Do we know what an ultra great sword is? It's like a great sword but greater. Yeah. It's ultra great. It's so great that like, you're like, wow. Look, I mean, look I've out. seen great swords before, but that, <laughs> this one, somebody got an Ulta. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, heads up, Polly. Otis, if you need to eat one of those apples, like, right now, just keep that in mind. I'm, I'm, uh, um, I'm all right. Uh-huh. So, Shanti is going to charge <laughs> at no. this sergeant-at-arms to attack. Get him, Shanti! And she is going to miss on her first attack. And she's going she to hit. She fucking kills him. She's going to hit right. on her second attack. So that's good, because it didn't He's look dead. good for a second. <laughs> and she's going to do 13 Five, damage with 13, her katana. 13,000 damage. Damn. <laughs> so she she makes this attack, and then it is Captain Alora's turn. Captain Alora. Get him, Captain. Get him. Um... I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers, so I'm going to need a saving throw that you fail a 14. So don't forget to fail, Nathan. <laughs> I, I, I rolled a 14, so uh, it's going to work. It's just not going to work as well. Oh, I don't like that. Uh, What's that mean? Does that, does, do I just fail? Because I don't love that. No, no, yeah. it's gonna. So he's going to start to run away, and you're oh. going to get whatever the damage is. Oh, okay, good. Thank you. Please hold. 25. Holy shit. My Disney is very powerful. Also, I rolled all sixes and fives. Get him, Cap. That is serious. Satellite Radio. Sponsored podcast. Uh, (laughs) Okay. The Sergeant at Arms is going to be moving away. And what you notice as he's charging away is he is muttering about the lack of love that he received from his father as a child. Join the fucking party. And the midway through, he's going to say, all right, dad, I'll prove it to you. And he turns around and he's going to wildly fire the shoulder cannon in your general direction. So please, everybody, just roll a d20 straight up. Hey, like super random d20? Nine. Super random. Oh. Well, for, for uh, what's my name? Captain Alora. I used a lucky spot. No one rolled my unicorn, and it's a natural 19. Okay. 11. Okay. Unicorn planet. Ooh, Cadillac. Okay, so Polly and Shanti, you are going to take damage from this blast. It is going to do 2d12 fire damage. And luckily, I rolled a 9 and a 1. So... Paul, you're gonna take five damage, I guess, probably. Am I still raging from last time, or? It hasn't been that long. I think you're okay. still you're still adequately right. pissed. That is, that is generous of you, Captain Counselor. Of you. Shanti will take ten fire damage. No! And and uh, Captain Alora, uh, everyone, you see you see Shanti get hit with this with this flaming shrapnel, and she turns 
her shoulder to it and falls to one knee for a moment and then stands again very triumphantly. And now it is Arcturus's turn. He is going to charge with his Odachi at this sergeant at arms. And that is a miss. <laughs> dramatic. A dramatic miss. Dramatic whiff. And it's Villa's turn. Villa. Get a Villa. How far am I from the sergeant? He is pretty much exactly where the back two soldiers were. So you're 10 feet away, 12 feet okay. away. Rush forward five feet to strike with Surgeon's Blade. Okay. 29. That's a hit. Oh, again, a villain. 21. Holy crap. All right. Oh, I think we, you might have killed somebody. We break the Indian again. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It was just like, that's good damage. That's real good damage. I, I'm, I'm gauging the, the encounters pretty decently. Uh, no, cool. no, I just, there have been some really good rolls so far. So, yeah. Angry Villa is a, a real threat. Just watch out. <laughs> yeah, Villa, you surgically just hack at him. And this this does shake him out of his, his confusion from the distant whispers. So he will be back to normal on his next turn. It is Polly's turn. Polly. Oh, he ain't dead. How far am I? You're, you're about 10 to 15 feet away as well. Okay. Um, I'm going to charge into him to hit him. Okay. With, uh, yeah. I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's a fancy sword. Let me show you my great sword. Oh, I'm going to attack recklessly. Okay. Um, sorry, I, I actually uh, rolled the higher one first. So, uh, 22 to hit. That will hit, yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, so I was wondering. You still have your bardic inspiration. You don't have to use it, but you still have it. 15 damage. Okay. Um, and I'm going to use the bonus attack from the helmet. Um... Oh, 23 to hit. That'll hit as well. Um, 14 damage. Okay. Um, I'm going to I'm going to use uh, the the last attack will be a an unarmed strike. Uh, okay. I'm gonna try to kick him in the shins really hard. All right. <laughs> really tweak him in the shin. Get him. Get him, Paul. Okay. Come on. 18 to hit. That's a miss. Man, every time I try to do something clever, the dice don't participate. <laughs> All right, that is the end of my turn. And I used Reckless Attack, so he gets advantage if he attacks me. Okay, we'll see if he gets another chance. It's Otis's turn. Otis. Oh, oh boy, okay. Um, Otis. Uh, <laughs> Otis is uh, still feeling pretty trigger happy. What, uh, where's everybody at? Polly and Billa right are right next to I, him. I don't want to blow everybody up. As is Shanti, yeah. So you got three people right around this dude. Do not hurt Shanti. Is there just one dude left? Yeah, yeah. There's just the sergeant at arms because that other, the remaining soldier ran off after you and Polly oh. intimidated him so nicely. Okay, well then, I'm just going to magic missile the last dude. Safe. Good choice, Otis. Glad yeah. to see you calming down. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm doing better. Um, I'm gonna cast it at third level, which means. So, well, actually, I mean, how long? How bad does this guy look? He's he's not uh, he's not so wounded that you would think he's at death's door. He's definitely been hit a good bit. Okay, I'll go ahead and give him a, a third level. Um, 
magic missile, which means he's going to get, uh, first of all, well, let's, let's add this up. This is a lot of uh, math. He's going to take 18 points of damage. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. He does not look great. And it's Shanti's turn. Take it, girl. She is going to strike with her katana twice. Finish One of those off. two attempts will hit him. And she is going to do 11 damage. And nice. that 11 damage is going to be enough to fell the sergeant in arms. He is dead. Woo! As he falls to the ground, his ultra great sword shatters into a million pieces. Oh, why? Because there's something whimsical about it. Oh, Ooh, mystery. <laughs> Wait, did he even get to use it? He did not. I'm very disappointed. <laughs> that sword was brand new. <laughs> Those are a, brand new swords. I just brought that shit home from Costco. What the fuck? I was all geared up for this plus nine to hit 5d6 ultra great sword, and I didn't get to fucking swing it one time. Five You're welcome. Thanks. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you, sir. Everybody strategized too well. Uh, you find on the corpse of the sergeant at arms a turkey, an apple, and 200 gold pieces. I can't do math. Does someone else want to do it? 50 each. We're clearly Somebody write that stuff out. Write oh, that yeah, stuff that's, down. that's embarrassing. For some reason, I was dividing it by six, but of course we're not going to share with the randos that are with us. Screw them. <laughs> I mean, Shanti's money is really my money and vice versa, because oh, it's pretty serious. Shanti yeah. says, I have no use for money, for I have love. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. I don't take the money. <laughs> she would say something like that. Girl. And Arcturus gives her a really weird look, and he's like, you've changed, sister. <laughs> yeah, you have. Nothing likes a half-orc I'm going to go over to Arcturus and offer him 25 gold if he wants to split on the tape. He is going to, he's going to shake his head and, and take the, the money, but he's also, he's going to reach into his side pouch and he's going to hand you a rolled cigarette and say, this will keep you calm when the demons of war take your mind. Yeah, okay keep there. Keep that doobie. Okay there, Puffy. Uh, thanks for the uh, drugs, I guess. Uh, uh, boy, what do you got there? I'm going to just, without, like, out of range of Arturus, I'm just going to hand it over to Otis. Oh, this looks nice. Otis, uh, it up right now. sniffs it and uh, sparks it up. I'm starting to wonder if, canonically, oh. Otis's rage is just that, like, he had all of the being high fucked out of him, so now he's, like, very high-strung. Because <laughs> you've been <laughs> high pretty much the whole rest of the game. Uh, okay. <laughs> Does smoking this thing do anything? Um, it's just gonna it's just gonna relax you. It's a it's a nice little nice little bit of flavor, but yeah, oh yeah, it is pretty good there, Paulie. It's nice. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you enjoy that. Well, I have yeah. a lot of cake, so I assume we don't need the apples or the turkeys. Maybe Villa and Polly take an apple each, and then Drunky Craft takes the turkey. Are you <laughs> referring to me? Yes, I am Puffy the Puffy Puffy Dragon. What's that called? <laughs> Puffy the Puffy Dragon. <laughs> we all love the classic children's song, Puffy the Puff Dragon. <laughs> Puffy McDrunky Dragon, what'd you call it? Um, yeah. I would like to note with my totem warrior path that I took, 
My character can carry 480 pounds. Wow. wow. Even carrying eight halberds, I only have 150 pounds. That's eight halberds. Holy, uh, you're, so, you're so strong. You're eight so eggs. strong. I just, could uh, you imagine a forest gnome carrying around 480 pounds on his back? That's impressive. I don't know how you got so strong, Polly. That's crazy. Koala. <laughs> Koala. It just manifests as several baby koalas clutching to Polly, holding <laughs> each of these items too. So it just has like an adorable horde. Your it's a little, it's a little bit saw. Be... It's a little bit soiled green. It's Every all solid green. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad that I think that there might be more people here in this group who are going to be, gonna be uh, open to joining my. Um, angry hobo cannibal uh, cult that's going to happen when the shit really hits the fan. Um, so you know, just go ahead, get your get your costumes ready uh, so that we can terrorize the neighborhood and eat everybody else. Lots of else. midriff people. Yeah. We're hey, going Billy. full Mad Max. On Lots this of midriff. Yeah. Billy, I <laughs> one. I've been doing crunches since this thing started. Two, yeah, buddy. <laughs> I have a baseball bat. And uh -huh. I know how to make a good marinade. Oh, you so are ready to rove the lance. You are my right hand man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's. Uh, uh, all right. <laughs> so you let's have... see Congress Park. <laughs> so you all just killed this sergeant in arms. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, fuck that guy. Shanti and Arturis turn to turn to your group, and Shanti says. There is only one thing left to do now. We must blow up the armory, and then our mission in this place will be will be over. Will you help oh, us? Oh, yeah, you want to blow something up? I'm, I'm way on board with that. Let's do it. Uh, now Arcturus pulls out a whiteboard that he has in a bag of holding, and he starts trying to go over some elaborate different options for how to blow this building up, but I think Otis is just going to throw a fireball at it, so I'm doing that mostly for comedy. Um, yeah, Otis definitely doesn't pay a lot of attention to this whiteboard situation. Yeah, sorry, is, is the armory like right in front of us? Is it unguarded? What's the deal with the armory? The armory was being guarded by the eight guards that you fought, the soldiers ah. that came out, and the sergeant-at-arms, who had you taken a more stealthy approach to this whole thing, you would have been able to maybe snipe from the windows and things. Neat. Uh, but they all just ran right out. And and unfortunately for me and my dice rolling, it worked out just fine either way. So it wasn't like it was a, a massacre or not situation. It was just, you know. Yeah, before Pyro goes all, you know, blowy-uppy, uh, do we want to go in the armory and, you know, loot it or uh, steal some armory stuff for the rebellion or... Yeah, let's see what kind of good stuff we got in here. Shanti puts her hand up and says, No, there is no honor in taking the weapons of dishonorable men. We will fight with the tools we have been given, and yeah. I will strike down anyone who attempts to do so. Okay. I wouldn't fight with my girlfriend. I'm I'm just going to take, like, my jacket and sort of put it over the eight halberts that are in my bag, strapped <laughs> to my back, and just be like, Yeah, yeah, no, that's a, that's a crazy good point. I, uh, yeah, of course, why not? I mean, Shanti, can we talk about this for a minute? Because I see what you're saying, but also there's a lot of stuff that we could maybe use that would be in here. 
know? You got feelings about this? There are are great and powerful weapons here, but they were forged with the blood of, of fallen villagers and forged from the destroyed lands upon which this city stands and and built by non-union labor, which surely should be reason enough to dissuade us from taking such horribly evil implements of death. Okay, okay, all right. I'll feel what you're putting down here. Um, all right, I don't want to steal it anymore. Anybody else? I'm just staring at my girlfriend's cleavage and nodding. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm gonna look over, how, how far is the armory away? It's like a, it's like one building away. Yeah. I'm gonna look at Villa and just sort of nod my head. And then I'm gonna go over and sort of put my arm around, just gently around uh, Shanti and kind of turn her a little bit to the other direction and be like, yeah, that, this is really fascinating. I, uh, yeah, I yeah. got some of my own fighter code. Uh, can you tell me more about this? Uh, can I this stealth kind of thing with in the there, Nate? Yeah, go roll stealth. Uh, yeah, Shanti's going to turn and start talking to you about battles of, of bygone eras. 34. I, I can't see anything, but I'm upset. 34, you stealth over to the window. You see an abandoned armory building. Inside, there are several more of the shoulder cannons that were attached to the sergeant-at-arms. And you see that gruesomely, they have to lodge physically into your body. They have spikes they have a, a, a pair of matched up spikes like teeth that clasp into you when you put them on and you sense an eerie evil aura of magic around them. Okay, gonna sneak back to the group now. Hey, you want none of that. I was really waiting for it to be like, I'm gonna jump in the window and attach them all onto my shoulders. <laughs> I have Shanti four just comes out now. as an evil Gundam. <laughs> if anyone was going to do it, it was going to be Otis. All right, I'm going to look back <laughs> and try to catch Shanti's, uh, or sorry, uh, Villa's eye now that she's returned. I just do one of these things. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, by no, one of those no. things, she means a subtle head shake no. Yeah. Oh, the listening. Thanks. All right, Shanti. Well, yeah, you you uh, you convinced me. Uh, you know, no uh, reason to make a charisma check on that. You, uh, you 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 do whatever you want with the armory. I'll uh, just sit back here. Okay. Uh, then yeah, Shanti will be happy to let Otis blow it up. However, Otis wishes. Or Otis, do it. Meanwhile, li- while all of this is going on, Arcturus has been going through like a football coach. Several different options. One includes running a length of rope to some gunpowder. Another option includes several exploding cocktails uh, inside a sack thrown at the building. He's gone, he's been talking this whole time. So you guys, and I gesture towards Shanti and Akhtar, so are you guys like half Japanese, half Greek or something? How does, how does this happen? Our parents traveled to many lands and made many romantic dalliances, uh, shall we say. Okay. That's a yes on Japanese Greek. <laughs> um, <laughs> why were you suggesting that I was about to blow things up? Because because I thought you were. I thought you were going to blow things up. <laughs> I thought that's what you had decided, that Otis was excited to blow the armory up. But maybe not anymore. Otis, are you just all out of flame now? No, I just... I want to make sure that I'm on everybody's same page, that we are uh, friends, and if... Did you uh, pilot light go soft? Hmm. Oh. 
No, I blow it up. Okay. So, <laughs> um, press the digitation. I light a match. Um, blow up whatever's blow upable. All right. Um, but the, the, this time I'm gonna make sure Do I'm we, a little further gonna, away. Yeah, I was gonna we say. <laughs> last time that was a little scorchy. Yeah, you think? Break yeah, that, fingers. that hurt. So, um, okay. I so pull, based I get on myself what, away and get everybody else away. And based on what Villa told you about what these cannons look like and all of the all of the other explosives inside the building, you have a clear mental picture about where to press to digitate this fire. Okay. But I want you to roll a D100, or I can. But if you have one, you can roll it, and we will just see if by chance this. Placement of fire goes awry. Okay, I can roll one. Don't worry, as long as you roll a hundred, you're fine. (laughs) Anything from a 98 to a 100 will totally clear. 80. Okay, yeah, you're fine. Yeah, it was, it was, it was one through 10 was going to be a problem. Uh, So yeah, your, your fire conjures exactly where you want it to. It catches the gunpowder and various other bombs and explosive cocktails that are inside the armory and a massive conflagration bursts out, followed by a huge pluming explosion, and then a giant wave of dark magic comes flying out at all of you. So everybody roll a constitution save, please. Oh dear. Seven. Six. 19. Uh, 11 for Polly. What a bunch of shit ass rolls. What? Kevin O'Gettle, 19. Yeah. Yeah, so everybody else got sevens and fours and sixes. How's Shanti do? Shanti got a seventeen. Um, Otis, Villa, and Arturus—all three of you are now fatigued by this wave of dark magic that has hit you. What does that mean? It basically means that you're going to roll with disadvantage until you've had a long rest. Poop. And you're going to have this disadvantage for six turns or rounds sounds about right for today yeah it's been a real it's been a real drag huh <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the building exploded though so that's cool you guys did that oh. you, you did a great job with that so uh, exploded today <laughs> uh shanti shanti tends to arcturus who who is sort of like panting now because of the fatigue and then she, she turns to the rest of the group and says, now that we have destroyed their arms, we have a fighting chance. They had been conjuring dark and evil magics and attaching them to their warriors, leaving them without the free will that they need to understand the dark consequences of the battle that they undertake. Then she's going to kiss Captain Alora, And it. she says, I'm certain that I will see you again. No! Without you, I may have already lost my humanity, for it is love that will keep me fighting. Right, then but she, you have to leave? I don't know about leaving. You should probably stay here with us. I offer her some tea. Yes, I, I appreciate the gesture, but Arturus and I have other business to attend to. We have other fights. There is an evil cleric up the great stairs, and we must battle him to restore our family's honor. I'm sure you understand. This is something we must do, just brother and sister. Are you sure it's a cleric and it's not like a really fancy rogue pretending to be a cleric? Because I have seen that before. He is a very 
evil cleric. He's got a cross, <laughs> necklace, and everything. He's got, super he's a spooky. Very evil cleric. Yeah, Judas Priest. He's all the stuff. All right. Um, <laughs> I would do that thing in like 1950s rom coms, usually at an airport, where suddenly yeah. I kind of like knock her feet out from under her, but then mysteriously catch her and then give her one of those long dramatic kisses, um, which I assume I roll a 20 on. Because it was yeah. my birthday last week. Yeah, and, that works. Uh, yeah, and then I'll say, all right, I will always keep the tea in my heart warm for you. Please be safe. Please keep your brother safe. And I look forward to seeing you again, my love. And I, you, there, there is something that you should know. The path ahead, this, this place, is haunted with spirits who cannot rest. She reaches behind her and pulls out a dagger. It's actually a, a short katana. And she hands it to you. This item is called the Yure Tanto. She gives it to Captain Alora. You may need this to survive against these incorporeal beasts. Well, thank you, my love. I would really have preferred perhaps another tea set or a very nice book collection that I could, in fact, read because I'm very literate. But I really like relevant weapons as well. Yes, Captain, uh, this seems uh, pretty important. Maybe you... Otis, I appreciate when you wingman for me earlier on, but now at this point, I think I've really got it in hand. Maybe just okay, 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 okay. Perhaps your capable rogue friend will put the dagger to better use, but one of you yeah. needs to have this. All right, I, no, I, it definitely wasn't going to be me. You remember the night at the inn? I'm only kind of good with my hands. <laughs> no, that is an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning. You're barely kind of good with your hands. <laughs> but I'm not good with my well, hands. I make up with my tea sets, my tongue, and my toes. Come on, What, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> well, maybe we'll, we'll leave it for later. Okay. The okay. Uh, the, the Yure Tanto is in D&D Beyond. Y-U-R-E-I. But he knows Japanese. They might know what that word means. Yes. Hey, that's you. Yeah. But I ain't gonna use it. No, what does it mean? Person who's fluent in Japanese? <laughs> oh, Yuri? Y-U-R-E-I. Wait, are you fluent in Japanese the way that Captain Alora can read Elvish? <laughs> Have you guys seen the movie Unsung Heroes? There's uh, the... uh, it, if I don't see it in, written in Japanese, then I'm, I'm probably not going to Maybe it. you could be having a slight pronunciation difference. It, I don't know, Nate... Uh, because well, no, it's I, have true. To, like, I have to see the actual. When he sees the characters, it makes more sense okay. to him. Okay, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna it. put the characters in chat. All right. Okay. Here okay. they come. Here you go, Billy. Don't mess it up. Now you put me on the spot. But one of them looks like a bed with like a fire oh. in it, and the other one is like stacks of books. Wait, wait. How it's do bed, you spell it? It's bed book fire. Y U R E I. Obviously, it's spelled Yuri. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, oh my no. God. Can I just tell you what it means? <laughs> yeah, tell me tell me what it means. It means ghost. Oh. I was there. Bed, fire, books. That's that's a recipe for death. That's how you get ghosts. People who sleep in flaming beds and read become ghosts. Amen to that. Because you got to get out of the house. The bed's on fire. Amen. Put the book down. So we got a ghost dagger? Is that what we're talking about? That's right. We got a ghost dagger. It is a ghost tanto. And, uh, Yeah. So whichever one of you has it, great. Cool, I should probably kiss Shanti again before she goes. I know that might not be relevant, but it's relevant to my heart. You share a long enough kiss that Arcturus like 
tap Shanti on the shoulder, and then Shanti punches him in the jaw, and then continues kissing you, and then finally she's like, "Okay, we must we must go, but I I will see you again. Fear not. You will be in my memory and in my heart always." All right. Okay, you stay out of trouble. Good to see you, soon to be brother-in-law. Looking tight. Yes, very good to see you. Happy that you have not at all complicated my sister's mission. Looking tight. <laughs> Obviously, as they walk away, I'm going to yell, Great to, to see you leave, but also nice pants. Looking tight. <laughs> Looking tight. <laughs> the Ar- Ashanti and Arcturus disappear into the smoke plumes that are just billowing from this burning armory. And, uh, and that concludes that section of this area. So uh, here's a thought about fatigue. I'm just too. checking. Um, if you if you want to burn some of these off, you can just start doing like perception checks and things like that. Oh, okay, rolling cool. those with disadvantage. That's, That's fine. I'm not I'm not too picky about it. Uh, okay, I roll wait. a perception check. <laughs> oh my god! All right, what did you roll? I don't know. Roll it Why with disadvantage. Wow. <laughs> Can we just do a short rest and that burns up like six rounds right there? Five. No, I just wanna I'm gonna step on his hand again. I don't know how, but I want to. I think you gotta push him down first. That could happen. I'm alright with that. Okay. I think you should just let him let Otis be in charge of everything. I feel like home life and game life are bleeding together a lot tonight. <laughs> uh, no, it's, he's sweet. I love Billy. It's, Otis is an idiot. <laughs> You're just what not a fan of fan boat about? drivers. I'm uh, not okay. the other way around. Like, oh, I love your <laughs> D&D character, but I fucking hate my husband. <laughs> that's, I mean, th- that's a story right there. Yeah. That's an episode of the Twilight Zone, at very least. Can we stop role-playing you as Otis during sex? No. No, no we, we can't. <laughs> if you don't yell, get it done, Milani. I can't do it. <laughs> she Look hates out. that. I'm always like, look out, Milani, look out! Oh, I so I smell great! During sex, and I forgot, and I'm so sad about she it. She forgot to have sex with me. That was the end. <laughs> yeah. But I yeah. was like unloading the dishwasher, and I yelled, "Yeah, yeah Polly!" Yeah, it was <laughs> <less> helpful. <laughs> yeah, you got to do that. <laughs> Get okay. it, Polly. Okay, Nathan, could you describe the situation to us? Yeah, yep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you what's going on. Uh, so Shanti and Arcturus have departed into the smoke. You see now a, a path that goes directly into the mansion-adorned Old City Square. At the entrance, you see it's a foggy neighborhood of mansions, and you see one house with its doors wide open and a strange breeze coming from within. Does it breeze look like a sort of house? house that would have a nice tea set? It, it does to you look like the kind of house that would have a nice tea set. Breeze coming out of the house. Yes, there is a okay. there is an eerie wind coming from inside the house. Yo, that like, ain't normal, you guys. Like from the lake? He said an eerie wind. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> it was more of a superior wind, but yes, oh, your point no. is your point is that. Yeah, as long as it's not Euron. Oh man, yeah. What's that about? Yeah, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have disadvantage, so I should not waste my role perceiving this house. But if someone else wanted to. Yeah, Huron Greyjoy, he's terrible. <laughs> um, I will roll perception with disadvantage. What does that mean? 
So just roll twice. twice and take the lowest number. Oh, okay. Yeah. But do it sexy, Malati. Um, did you do it sexy? Did you okay, sexy? Hang on. You messed it, man. Important. Well, the first one was a 20. Okay. So this one's going to be a one. Oh, no, I got a 19, so it's a 22. Oh, I got a 20. <laughs> All right. You perceive that there is an undead presence within this house. Uh-oh. All right. I will convey that to the group. Should we, like, avoid the house? Should we, uh, well, you have that very, you have the ghosty dagger, and there might be really nice tea sets in there. But, I mean, there's an argument for just leaving, right? Yeah, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't uh, understand uh, why we're going into a spooky house. Aren't we going to go uh, kill uh, Theon uh, Blood Bloodhaven guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a question, too. I was also wondering why we, uh, what's up with this creepy house? So uh, if anybody wants to roll insight, you could see if the undead presence is in fact creepy or if it's just an undead presence. You don't know that yet. Well, I got a five, the words so. Eerie. Seven. <laughs> 18. Okay. But, but uh, why? Milady, do you want to roll anyways? Are we worried about this house? I got a 17 and a six, so it's a six. Okay. Captain Alora, Why are we no. worried about this house? There's tea sets. Calm down, the potential for tea sets. I'm a little, little rowdy. I'm not sure if Otis should have smoked that joint that my girlfriend's brother tried to give to Polly, and then Polly gave to Otis. Otis should always smoke joints. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't don't worry about that part. But why are we fussing with this house? Otis, why don't you drink this tea and I'm just gonna incite this house a bit and you can drink this whole cup of tea. See if you oh, this tea is delicious. Thank you. Oh, I well. love it. Mm. Captain Alora, you, with your insight roll, sense that whatever presence is there feels warm and longing and you feel compelled to go inside. All right, guys, I think it seems like a Casper sort of situation. Uh-huh. Fuck this up. I don't remember if Casper was good. There was, it's a good <laughs> situation. I think we should just go. It could be like a store or it could be just like a tea set emporium. Uh, Otis, there could be some drugs. Um, Villa, there could be some mur- murder implements. Uh, Polly, there could be some tracksuits. What do you guys think? Do you think we should go? Yeah. I mean, o- Otis likes... Uh, you know, drugs, things like that. That's fun. So, All right. Uh, Captain Allure is just going to barrel in with an eye on nice tea sets. Okay. And I follow Captain Allura anywhere she goes. Yeah. All right. I'll put him up on my shoulders Polly, just, just for fun. Polly follows <laughs> at the back and just shaking his head and says, yeah, I need to find better friends. <laughs> That's probably right. <laughs> Captain Alora with Otis on her shoulders walks into this house. The the breeze coming out slows down and feels just kind of warm and gentle, like a hug. And inside you see a nicely set table with a beautiful tea set. It's it's Ooh. sterling, it's like beautiful silver with with gold appointments and filigree. Captain, look at her, look at her. And beside it a bowl of four apples sit on this table. All right, I'm going to roll perception on the apples because, like, tea set's really good, but apples could be suspicious. Okay. 
It was an eight. Uh, Otis, you want to take a look from your superior perch upon my shoulders? Oh, let me see how things look from up here. Uh, we're going to have nine. Okay. Uh, I'll yeah, th- give it a go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I do like I like the idea of villagers pushing them both over and being like, I'll look at those apples. Thank you. Please, please get out of the way. I'd like Eleven. To yeah, yeah. Uh, you you can tell that they look absolutely eleven appley and delicious. <laughs> Nothing sinister about these apples at all. Oh great! Also, you guys, we have to send you the video because Billy and I just did an inside joke thing, and I'm sure you're like, why? They just okay. I'm gonna. Pick... And it has to do with Scotland. Just that way. Uh, this is just a, a DM D and D Beyond question. When I log this apple into my inventory, do I log it in as a normal apple, or is there another heading like that I should use? Are you are you taking an apple now? What's that? No, I'm taking an apple. Okay, so uh, you're not eating it, but you're taking it into your inventory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Yeah, it, take it. you could take it as a normal apple into your inventory. I'm gonna, I'm gonna smell it. I oh, okay. I wrote natural twenty. Yeah, it's. Polly, you have had so many apples in your life. This yeah, yeah. one did not fall far from an actual apple tree. It's a real apple. Okay. Thank you. I'm just... gonna roll Arcana. Okay. Uh, 14. It's Is just it? An apple. Do I sense any of that magic in flowing through my gnome, forest gnome blood? You sense magic around the tea set, but not around the apples. The apples are completely fine. Yeah, uh, guys, that uh, tea set is glowing with the sparkly stuff that lets me talk to animals. So uh, uh, maybe we should just be a little bit careful with that uh, over there. Oh, you sure? Because it's really nice and I really want it. And my girlfriend just left. You sure, Polly? Yeah, well, I wish I was a little bit taller and I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl that looked good I would call her, but uh, we don't always get what we want, you know? I mean, I think you're a baller. Oh, thanks. That, uh, that's uh, And I pop my collar. We're going to have to get you a rabbit in a hat. <laughs> I do need a rabbit in a hat. Well, I rolled a three arcana check on the tea set, so uh, I would like some information, God. <laughs> the the tea set to you is evidently enchanted by some magic, but just because because you're a bard, because you've, you've done a lot of magical reading, it doesn't seem like it's bad magic. It seems like it's almost a deceptive magic that's been done by someone without a lot of skill at magic at all. You gave me a lot for that free. That was incredibly generous. You're a bard. All right, I'm just going to put it in my bag. I'm going to throw a hand out and try to stop her. All right. (laughs) And I'm just going to be like, uh, can I just do one thing here? All right. Did Did I effectively hold her back? Um, well, uh, how do you feel, Captain Lord? Do you feel like he was able to grab you in time, or did you at least get a hand on one of those teacups? I mean, I don't love that since he's short enough when he put his hand out, it's pretty much just like right in my vagina, but aside from that, it's fine. Okay. All right. I mean, so, I yeah, you just from being confused at his hand placement. Okay. So you stopped. Great. And yeah. I'm, you I'm held going her up. to take out one of the eight Halberts I'm carrying around. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put like a cloth over the end, looking right. at um, uh, Captain Laura, so she sees me putting the cloth around the pokey part. And then I'm going to reach the ten feet out to just gently poke the teapot to see if it's physically there and also to see if it's going to explode. Okay, you poke the teapot, and the enchantment 
disappears briefly. And you see, to your shared horror, that this tea set is much dirtier than it initially appeared. No! Gross! You can't trust these old mansions. Never. Uh, And a ghost appears behind the four of you in the living room of this house. It is the ghost of a child. And it says, Have you come to play with me? Right. I'm not equipped to Someone else better take this so you know how I'm going to handle it. Yeah, I'm going to try. Hey, guys, I I got this. I'm great with kids. Hey, Spooky, what the hell's going on here? (laughs) You you can see me. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. (laughs) There hasn't, there hasn't been a seeing human in this, in this place in, in generations. Yeah, I'm not a human. What, what are we talking about here? I, well, you, you aren't a human. You appear to be some sort of hybrid marsupial, but yes. Yeah, he's a hobbit. I, I've been alone here for so long. Have you come to play with me? Yeah, we're pretty busy, but you're welcome to tag along if you want. I mean, I guess a little uh, obnoxious kid that uh, can go through walls and bug the shit out of people might be pretty handy to uh, terrorize a a sorcerer. To be fair, that's actually a pretty good idea. I never thought about having kids before this moment, but we could definitely use it to, like, look at shit and, like, scare people. How does Polly know anything about ghosts? Like, how do ghosts normally work? Um, ghosts can move between physical objects. It's just if they get stuck in a physical object, if they stop moving in the middle of it, they will take damage from being in the in an occupied space. I'm and they're otherwise girl. incorporeal. Is she haunted by this house? Are ghosts, I'm not just not sure, in the D&D world, oh. like, are they tied to objects like the lich and the phylactery thing, or? That is, that is way more kind of loose. It's very dependent on okay, the individual okay. ghost. We don't know. <clears throat> The, the ghost child says, though, Oh, no, I, I cannot leave. No, no one can leave this place. Uh-huh. I, I miss my family so much, but I wasn't able to go with them when they left. I'm, I'm going to reach out like I'm going to hug her. Okay. And, and while I, I reach out, I'm going to look back and be like, Yeah, guys, I'm really glad we came in the house. Ace their decision there. And then I'm, I'm going to go in for the child hug. Okay. The, the ghost, you're going to hug right through the ghost. You can um, kind of step right through. And I'm going to be they... like, oh, hey, sorry. She, she's 18, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, probably. I'm but six years old. This ah, is, shit. This is very creepy, but Oops. I'm a ghost, so I'm hard to scare. All right, well, I don't really like kids, but my my heart's feeling very um, empty, kind of like a hoodie that doesn't have any strings in it. You know the feeling. Uh, so do you want to, like, try to help this ghost, guys? Or do you just want to leave with a dirty can, teacup? Can you help me? Well, I can don't you know. help us all? I don't know. What What do you need to be unghostified? I have a feeling Kitty Pride's about to ask for a favor here. <laughs> <laughs> you, Kitty you must, Pride, you have a favor. You, you must stop the spectral ombudsman. He won't allow us to leave. He stays in the great mansion in the old city square. If you can convince him, I will be able to depart this land and, and venture into the next life. I wish to owe like so much. Convince him with our fists or like convince him with diplomacy and a nice tea set? He, he is an ombudsman, so perhaps your words would be effective, but I do not know. I have not left this house in, in ages. What's an ombudsman? It's, it's kind of like a comptroller, but more complicated and less interesting. 
Oh, all right. Okay. Um. Well, guys, I think it would be rude of us to leave Kitty Pride all alone. Maybe we should take out this this budsman. Um, ombudsman. Um, a, he's um, he's an ombudsman. An ombudsman. Yes. Friend. He he stays in the great mansion of the old city. <laughs> all right. I think we should do that. What do you guys think? You said no one can leave the house. Is that uh, us included? Oh no, no! Only the undead may not leave. I, you, you entered and you can surely exit. I can do neither. I am trapped here. I set up this lovely spread in hopes of drawing someone inside for a meal and rest. Yeah, no, it's like a honey trap of idiots. And then I look at Captain Laura. All right, that tea set was really nice. This is what I think. Listen, this is a very nice house. This is a very nice six-year-old ghost that Polly touched. <laughs> what I think we should do is just have a nice nap, re- regain some of our oomph, and then go get the um bugsmen. Yes, you I must could, defeat the ombudsman. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, everyone wants to take a nap. How, Villa, you you feel a nap? We've well, done a lot of walking, right? You know, you probably take a nap. Sure. You could dream of killing Otis. Mm. Yeah. Hey, wait. Why, why would you say that? <laughs> Otis, you can dream of more drugs and more explosions. Polly can dream of tracksuits, and I can dream of the love of my life in that inn again. In again, if you know. I, I guess it. <laughs> oh, I, I oh. have seen a lot of things <laughs> in the time that I have been a ghost. I do get what you're saying. It is very cheeky. All right, little six-year-old, that was clearly not for you. I don't know you what are kitty. they abandoned you, but not what? for reason. What is a boner? <laughs> but, um, it's it's something for soup. It's a, it's a soup thing. I'm gonna sit with this one out. <laughs> All right, maybe you don't come in our rooms while we're napping, okay, Kitty Pride? I promise def- you'll never see me watching you nap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the captain uh, is going to um, not believe that at all. Like a nice herbal tea, and then march up the stairs to find the largest bed because she is the largest of the party. You sense the same enchantment is on every room of the house, and as you enter each of the rooms to to go rest, everything looks beautiful and clean and new. Uh, but you you have the the sort of underlying sense that it it is definitely much dirtier in reality but you can neither feel the dirt nor see it so perhaps better better this way out of sight out of mind yes i like it that's how i got chlamydia (laughs) (laughs) the orc chlamydia half orc chlamydia (laughs) sorry right (laughs) the the ghost child stands at the foot of each of your beds and tells you a lullaby to, to get you to go to sleep. And I like that. you all take a long rest. Polly's just gonna rest in a chair. Does that affect anything? No, yeah, you can still take a long rest. You'll all have your long rests. Your fatigue is gone. And, and we all will... get the five bonus points for our lockets back. You will. All of your brooches Ooh. now have new pooches. Smooch. Sweet. <laughs> and we all level up to nine. Nine? <laughs> nice. Love it. I'm level 15. I don't know what you're talking about. 
That explains the fireball. <laughs> and Otis does 150 fire damage when we're all dead. I think when we're sleeping, Bluey. we're definitely gonna blow up this mansion. Like, it's just, we're gonna wake up and we're gonna be on fire. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of where my character arc is going, so yeah. All right. We shouldn't have gotten you late, Otis. So yeah, you all of you, yet? all of your no. dreams are just uh, underlined by the gentle singing of a ghostly child. Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are. Roll for Blank, Streets of Mage, is written by me, Nate Regolia. It features player performances by Billy Ferguson, Race Garber, Danny Headland, and Melody Stevens. Our theme music is A Journey Awaits by Pierre Bondifer at P-B-O-N-D-O-E-R on the socials. It's Creative Commons via opengameart.org. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen. It's like casting bless on our whole party, and we can use all the help we can get. Otherwise, buy some D&D books or whatever RPG lights you up and get rolling. <laughs>